All right, folks, welcome to Right Angle. It's your boy, Zoe, filling in for Bill Whittle. And whenever I fill in for Bill Whittle, and I, hope, I know that you guys are just like me, hoping that he gets better soon. And whenever I fill in for Bill, Scott, or Steve, and I feel like I'm stepping into some really big shoes, man, big designer shoes, and I wear Chucks. So um, <laughs> I want to, um, for me, guys, I want to talk a little bit about this hypocrisy, this virus of hypocrisy that is, uh, that is being... Uh, used to dominate the country by by the left uh from and and man, it's like all roads lead to rona i didn't even want to talk about coronavirus i didn't want to talk about it but it's just like that's that seems like there's that's all there is uh i'm looking at uh the hypocrisy of kamala harris uh looking at the hypocrisy of Whoopi goldberg i think i just saw kamala harris saying something to the effect of uh uh get back to work right she says get to work and i'm like we were working <laughs> right. People. It's like. But right now, it's like y'all are paying people to not work. You know, and when jobs are saying, come back, we want to give you jobs. The government's that's right. Yeah. Encourage them to come back and get a job because we want to stick them. Uh, so we got that. We got people who got fired. We got businesses that are that have been caused to close. Uh, people are, uh, you know, and it's like people can't even work enough because stuff costs too much. Right. And, and they want more wages, which is also driving up the cost of living and stuff like that. So I'm looking at, you know, Kamala, where you been? And then we have, uh, you know, Whoopi Goldberg, another person with this hypocrisy who's, you know, and along with the liberal narrative is waving their finger in people's face, telling people what they got to do. And as far as I know, she's got all her shots uh, and she still ended up with uh, the coronavirus. And it's one of those things where I'm looking at it. People are talking about. Uh, it can't be that bad or it is really bad. And the inconsistency of it that I'm I'm really going somewhere with this, guys. The inconsistency <laughs> of it is people are getting more and more sick and they're trying to make it like, like coronavirus is really bad. But the problem is, is that they're withholding stuff that people need to deal with it. You have to take this, but you can't take this. The stuff that they don't want you to take could really help you, but they're denying it to people and people are getting more sick, making it look like it's worse than it actually is. And, and my point is, it looks like they're really purposely, and I know this sounds like some con conspiracy theory stuff here, but it looks like they're purposely wanting people to get harmed by this. And so Scott, at what point with this hypocrisy and with these inconsistency, uh, it seems like more like a strategy, not ball dropping or bumbling. It looks like a strategy. And at what point does it sound like we're not being melodramatic and we say they're actually at war with us? Um, I'm not at that point yet. I know a lot of commentators are. I just uh, don't think it's useful rhetoric. Um, I don't think it's putting it in those terms. I don't think advances our conservative cause um, and maybe it advances some fundraising causes, but I just don't think that's a fruitful way to portray it. I do know that um, I, I'm not sure the context that Kam uh, Vice President Kamala Harris used to say, get back to work. Um, but if I Google that phrase, I see a National Review article that says, nobody wants to work for Kamala Harris. So maybe <laughs> that's, which, maybe she was just talking to her own staff. Maybe she, <laughs> if she could saying, find them, if they if they'll stay, that's right. It, it's a staff if you can keep it. To paraphrase Ben Franklin, um, so uh, you know I think. Uh, and then then again, if you're vice president, your actual work is sitting around waiting to work. 
Um, so there's not a whole lot of job responsibilities for the vice president of the United States. Um, you know, I, I do think that a lot of people in leadership positions have uh, become hypocritical of kind of beclowned themselves in the course of this thing. On the one hand, you know, they want us to be uh, alarmed at everything. On the other hand, they realize that if we're alarmed all the time, then then the, the tax uh, revenues will dry up because they need people to work to be able to contribute to the government. Um, it's I, I turned on CNN for just a few minutes that I could stomach uh, this afternoon just to see kind of what they're treating as the number one news stories. And after about 25 minutes of nonstop COVID coverage, I thought, I can't imagine that nothing else is happening in the country. My goodness, Betty White is dead, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get some coverage of something else other than this COVID. But I, I, I think at some point the media has to come to grips with this and politicians have to come to grips with this, that this is just a condition that people get. And some people get sick and some people do not. And some people die from it and some pe- most people do not. And you can't make it the number one news story every day to run the tally on that unless you're going to do the same honors for every other disease. I mean, once they start saying, okay, here's the car crash tally for today and here's the suicide tally and here's the cancer tally and here's, you know, if they're going to start rattling off all those numbers, then I think their viewership drops off the charts because nobody wants to tune into that channel that they play when you're in the doctor's office. I can dig it, man. Thank you. Thank you. And now, Steve, so much of the country, man, it seems like it's showing that it can be conquered with a face mask. You know, it's almost like this this kind of psychological uh, warfare uh, that is that is going on over the country. And I, I saw I saw a woman uh, uh, on a video spitting in a man's face on a plane uh, oh, for not yes. having. Yeah. For not having yeah. his face mask on. Um, it's she she's she's conquered by this idea that she's being proactive and, and responsible uh, while being a super spreader herself, I guess, according to uh, the liberal narrative. Um, would you say that a lot of the country is kind of going down uh, the road of uh, subjugation uh, of subjugation and actually participating uh, in their own subjugation? You know, everybody wants to feel virtuous, mm. Um but virtue is kind of like uh, practicality. Uh, practicality depends on what it is you intend to practice. Um, and there's probably no easier high than easy virtue, cheap virtue, because, you know, you want to think you're doing the right thing. Every villain is the hero in their own story. Um, and what could possibly be cheaper virtue than feeling like you're saving lives by putting a mask on your face? Uh and so here we are, and uh, I can't remember who said this. Uh, one of those really big people. Oh, it's Stephen Miller on Twitter. Uh, the Colorado Stephen Miller who does funny things and data things, not the Obama retread Stephen Miller, whoever that was, Trump, I, I, I can't remember. Um, noted that um, at this point, after, after almost two years, uh, fear is really all they have to cling on to. They got to feel so important for so long. And we're at a point now. I I have to backtrack here a moment. Uh, This is my favorite current big government screw up. So the Biden administration went all in on vaccines, uh, so much so that they canceled all of these uh, testing kit orders and Abbott Industries ended up destroying, I want to say it was a billion testing kits 
last mm-hmm. summer. And then, of course, Omicron comes along and everybody wants to get tested again because the vaccines are nearly as effective against Omicron, which doesn't really matter because it's an upper respiratory infection. So you don't drown in your own lung fluids. It's not a big deal. Um so all of these testing kits were destroyed. And Biden went on the air a couple of weeks ago to promise, well, we're going to get uh, 500 million testing kits out uh, within weeks. Well, I did the math on this. And when he made the promise, there had been no website set up for people to order these testing kits. There had been no order placed with Abbott or with anybody else to produce these testing kits. And if the numbers coming out of South Africa were correct, and South Africa is where Omicron was first discovered, we are going to hit our Omicron peak around mid-January, and it will be it will have passed. It will be almost entirely passed before the first of those 500 million testing kits that Joe Biden wants gets to a single person who may or may not be sick. It wants to find out. So here we are. We have this combination of people who can't let go of this fear that has been ingrained in them by their own government, a government that can't function because they're trying to do predictable things with an unpredictable virus. And it is one big screw up after another with a lot of people from uh, your neighborhood HOA Karen to the vice president of the United States. Who wants to hector you about it? I learned to shut him out, Zoe. How about you? Yeah, that's what that's that's one of the things that you can you can inoculate yourself from the crazy. You know, you can go ahead and uh, give yourself a vaccine from that. Uh, Now, the the new Matrix movie, man. This is what this is making me think. I don't know if you guys saw it. I haven't seen it yet. Um, not yet. I, I have not seen it. Uh, but I just think the iron. We've been talking about red pilling for a long. That's been a narrative of ours for a long time. And you know, we talk about this red pilling, and you know, people who go to see the movie, you know, they want to go see the, the 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 red pill show, and they're having to show their their vaccine cards. And I think you know, and we we've seen this, and we're kind of thinking. You know, I think they really missed the point. Uh, and there was a, a virus in the matrix and there's a virus that people are giving into right now. And I think that virus is the viral fear. And I think there's a lot of viral self-righteousness too. Um, we're being made to do something that people should, you know, have the choice, of course, to, to volunteer to do. Uh, people are being told and it's being proven that you can take the, the vaccine and you can still get the coronavirus. However, um, and, I, and I understand why, you know, for me, I'm like, well, why would I take something that is not going to stop me from getting something anyway? But the point is, if it's commonsensical to do it, of course, do it. But to make people do it, that's something totally different. And, you know, I would, of course, you know, I don't think we, uh, you know, have to tell anybody take the proper precautions to do these things. I think we can decide these things on our own, but there is something very nefarious about making people do something that isn't going to really protect them from something anyway. That's not proving to protect them. 80% of people going into the hospital uh, are being diagnosed with COVID after taking the vaccine. And if you go to a hospital, that doesn't mean that looks to me that it didn't make it more mild. It's not like people are saying, oh, I think I got a I got a mild bug or something like that. It's like, no, I man, I took that vaccine and I still got something. I really think I'm going to I need to go to the hospital. because I feel like I'm going to die. Right. So there's something to be said about that. And I'm just hoping that the country isn't, um, like I said earlier, participating in their own subjugation by assuming that they're being proactive or because they've got this bug of fear. So uh, speaking for 
Bill, we trust that he's going to get better. And thank you, Steve. Thank you, Scott. Thank you guys for tuning in to The Right Angle.